JT here, and welcome back to JT and D-Chan's Book Reviews. And today we're here to talk about two books from the past to decide whether they have stood the test of time and are still great novels today. The first book we're going to talk about today is Soldier Boy by Keeley Hutton that was read by my partner Dylan. Dylan, how are you doing today? Not too bad. How about you? I'm doing good. So let's start off with a summary of your book so people can get the general idea of what your book is about. So in the book Soldier Boy, you alternate between two perspectives of Ricky and Samuel. Ricky is abducted at a young age by the LRA and is forced to serve and fight in the army alongside his kidnappers for two and a half years against his government. But even though, but even through the brutal ways of the LRA, Ricky never lost hope of wanting to escape. And Samuel's perspective, the time, is set 20 years in the future where he is struggling to recover from his past with the LRA. Looks like a good read. Was the book entertaining throughout its entirety? Yes, there's a ton of action that was depicted very vividly in the book, keeping the reader engaged and with the alternation of perspectives of Ricky and Samuel, the book never felt stale or generic. What genre would you categorize this book under? I would categorize this book under uh, the historical fiction genre. Despite the fact that this book was written 100 years ago, do you think this book should be read in classrooms today? I think this book is a good read that should be read in classrooms today. This novel has does have a lot of literary merit due to it being a gateway nominee back in 2019 and it could have an ideological impact on people today that have little knowledge surrounding the topic through reading this novel students could take away knowledge and a better understanding of the circumstances and events that people in the third world countries experience in my time i have never read a book that addresses the problems of mental and physical abuse of children as well as child labor to this degree and how it affects their future mental state and appearance. Can you elaborate on how these ethical issues that you just mentioned were brought up in your book? Yeah, so through the book, Ricky and other abducted children are forced to walk very extreme distances with little food or water where they are beaten if they don't follow commands or step out of line. They are also trained how to fight and are forced into battalions where they battle against their own government. This, as you can imagine, has an extreme effect on their mental state and appearance through the extreme conditions that they are put through. Are there any cliches presented in your book? As far as I know, there weren't any cliches in my book that I was aware of. It seemed pretty authentic to me. And are there any archetypes that you found throughout your book? Yeah, so one of the more obvious archetypes that are presented in the book is the fall. Ricky and countless other children that were adopted through this book experience this. They are all at the state of innocence before they get adopted and experience major losses in their life after their abduction. One of the one other major archetype would be the moon and the stars. Ricky uses the moon as a beacon of hope that he will someday return home. He also uses the stars in the sky as a guide to locate how far away he is from home. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Before we review JT's book, have you ever failed a test that you wish you could go back and redo? Well, now you can with the Pocket Time Machine for the low cost of $999,000. Only comes with one charge, refills available for the low cost of $1,999. 
the pocket machine time machine can take you back 48 hours so you're able to revisit your past. We're not liable for any alternate realities or crimes committed while using this product. So JT, what was your book about? My book is about a boy named Emmett who is very poor and whose mom is in dire need of a transplant. Emmett is chosen as a recruit to go to space in order to mine Nixia off of a planet, off of an alien planet. This job offers a lot of money and will get his mom to the top of the transplant list. But there is a catch. Only eight of the ten recruits selected will be able to mine and receive their contracts. And it will be decided through a series of competitions that will take place on the way to the planet. Emmett competes against ruthless competition with multiple twists and setbacks and has to make a series of choices that decides whether he will try to win the fortune at any cost or find a way that won't forever compromise what it means to be human. Sounds like an interesting read. Do you think it should be read in classrooms today? Though I think it is a great and fun read, I don't really think it has enough depth to be put in the same category as one of the classics. It obviously has merit as it was a Gateway nominee back in 2019, but I think it is too close to the generic science fiction formula and many of the dystopian young adult novels of the time. One positive is that it did touch on some ethical issues relating to humanity and what you can do before you lose your humanity. Can you elaborate more on the ethical issues? Yeah, if I had to pick one thing that the book really focused on from a literary perspective, it would be the issue of humanity and not losing it. Through the competitions on Genesis 11, there are countless times when these kids, especially Emmett, are tested and given a choice on what they have to do. He could do something that would be considered immoral to gain the upper hand, or he could take a hit on his rankings and retain his own values. Nixia also touches on the topic of revenge. If anyone tries to kill or maim you, you have to choose between the option of killing them with your own hands or letting them go scot-free. It's a choice of do you want to break your own values or do you want to put yourself at a disadvantage? Are there any characters that might fit into an archetype that we have seen before in literature? I would definitely say that Emmett is the personification of the innocent. He has values that he will always abide by and believes he should always do the right thing. Rothi is in a way the villain of the story as he isn't afraid to do immoral things to get ahead, even kill someone. But it was all orchestrated by Defoe, the leader of the whole ep expedition. He is jester-esque because he manipulates the game in order to bring out certain reactions from people. That's all we have for today. Thank you for tuning in to JT and D-Chan's book reviews, and we'll catch you next Friday.